We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Microsoft Teams is helping a bicycle company reinvent the way that they work. We make bicycles for everyday riders. Once the pandemic hit, we started doing virtual visits. All of a sudden, we could open up our showroom to customers around the world. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash Teams. Like, you're thinking, oh, I have 5,700. I wish I had 800 more so I could get Crows. And you're like, what am I doing? <laughs> what, what type of lineup am I built? I'm building a lineup, a championship lineup that has no goals in it. This is the Fantasy Soccer Podcast from Rotowire.com, your premier source of fantasy sports. For player news, rankings, projections, and the best fantasy soccer stats around, please visit rotowire.com slash soccer. And now, here are Andrew Laird and Jordan Cooper. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. My name is Andrew Laird, Senior Soccer Editor of Rotowire, joined by Jordan Cooper on this Monday to talk about Saturday's Premier League slate and then preview this week's Champions League slate. Jordan, Champions League is back! Finally, Finally. it's not uh, Eredivisie, Copa d'Italia, Cup ties, and third division sides, and trying to find stat sides. <laughs> we'll get to them in a minute, although we'll be previewing one team that was responsible for ruining me on Saturday, and that's Manchester City. Well, because everyone thought, everyone thought, uh, everyone was celebrating in the slack uh, after after the early game. That's right, so yeah. much green! Right. Oh, I'm I'm currently winning. Currently, keyword currently. Yep. Like wait, wait until uh, wait until the late game, and depending on ownership, uh, that uh, that could be an issue. And and the, the 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 overriding theme for the past couple of weeks have been like if you if you made your lineups like it was last year, you're you're, you're doing well the past couple of weeks. <laughs> um, we talked on Thursday about which. How many, How much Man City we wanted, which Man City we kind of went, you either can go Aguero or De Bruyne. You could go both, but that's probably not the way to go. Um, 
or you could do none of them. Uh, I went into Saturday thinking I was definitely going to play Kevin De Bruyne, and I left at 10 a.m. or I at 10 a.m. Saturday. I had a lineup that did not have Kevin De Bruyne, and it didn't have Sergio Aguero, and I really liked the lineup. I still really like it, and I didn't win anything. <laughs> That's how I felt Saturday. You played De Bruyne. How did you get there? By just playing one Man City guy. I actually split my cash lineup after the after the early games uh, because I was down. I was down enough. It was like uh, I was down. I was on the, on the cash bubble a lot of places where the people behind me I know have two spots, and the people above me have one spot. Like enough, I'm in that middle zone where. Like, if I—Kevin De Bruyne is probably going to be more owned in cash than Aguero. Uh, the guys behind me probably have him and Aguero, or two. We're two Man City players, and the guys above me probably have Kevin De, Bru- De Bruyne. So it's like, what, what, what do I do here? Uh, but they could have Aguero. So, I mean, it could be—I don't know. I'm looking at the line going, what, what do I do? So I just split. I just said— you know, if I was be- far enough behind, I would need to switch to a higher upside. I so either switch to Aguero, then switch to Sterling. Even yep. Like if I'm really far behind, uh, I just decided to just take my liquidity and just like split it in half. Just I went into individual contests and said that this is I'm going to keep this one and this one's going to be Aguero, and then keep this one and here's Aguero and here's because I only had one spot. Uh, and and then in head to heads, I mean there was a clear case. I mean, kind of salvaged my state, uh, my slate. That uh, you know, big head-to-head I had. You know, you look and you go a goalkeeper, and a forward spot open, and the combined salary was Kevin De Bruyne and Casper Schmeichel, which would make sense because you could play De Bruyne, and you know, you're, sure, without a goal and assist, De Bruyne has value without, and still play the goalkeeper against him, and the, the salaries made sense. So I'm like, well, here, like if I, if we play the same player. I'm pretty much I'm I'm dead because I'm like I'm like down like eight points or something. So I just switched to Aguero there, and they weren't observant enough to know that I'd be observant enough to switch to Aguero. Because the right move on their on their side would have been to like switch to Aguero, sure. and then play the ba- and then play a backup keeper. Actual game theory, right? right. But I I just assumed not, and I just said I'm gonna do them go Aguero because based on the salaries, it was a perfect zero out with Schmeichel and. KDB, so like I'm just hoping they're not observant, uh, and then I well, Aguero broke the slate, and I managed to do okay there. But uh, yeah, pretty much. I mean, if if you <laughs> Aguero by himself uh, beat out some people's cash lines in an in entirety. <laughs> I um, yeah. So when I was building my lineup, I mean, I I went with. Um, I went with uh, De Bruyne, and when all was said and done, I was like, okay, I really should see what kind of lineup I can build without him. And when I got to that point, um, there was, I just, I saw so many more points in the non-De Bruyne players that, like the difference, De Bruyne wasn't making up the difference, in my head at least, of having to play... Um, Marvin Ziegler and Charlie Taylor. Taylor ended up being great after I crapped on him in my article. But um, 
it seemed like those were like the cheap guys that people were going after. Not that I thought you had to like pay up for defender, but those they were basically like the cheapest playable guys, and I didn't like either of them. And then when I started getting basically more set piece takers on my team, then not having to punt with James MacArthur or Key, who of course scored. As soon as Key scored, I knew I was dead because I assumed that most people, if they played Aguero and De Bruyne, had Key and then, or just one, Key, you had to be in the discussion. Uh, I was 12th in the um, 229 $5 double up after the first slate, and I finished 136th. That was the drop thanks to De Bruyne and Aguero. I basically looked at my team and said, as long as they both don't have huge games, I should be fine. And they both had huge games. And they both had huge games. I mean, like, Aguero, one goal, I was fine. De Bruyne, like, one assist, I was fine. Two assists, I was probably fine. Three assists, four goals, I'm done. (laughs) And theoretically, I should be like, well, that's okay. Like, if that's what it took to beat me, so be it. But, man, there's... (laughs) That's quite well, a way you, to have you, a fade thrown built, in your face. Yeah, well, you built the lineup to fade that situation. For sure. Right, I mean, and we talked about it on Thursday. of They're priced to the point in which, like, on the context uh, of this slate, like, there's, there's enough accumulating value that if you just want to rely on Man City scoring two and it going through whoever, you know, with just a, a normal-ish game, like, yeah, I mean... you. You may not win. You may not, you know, be be the safest, but it's still viable. I just I weighed my my options between the two of them, and a lot a lot of sharp players played no man city. Yep, and a lot of sharp players played one man city. Yep, and some some a few not as many played both. Not as many played two. Right. Uh, when I because I when I put everything together with Kevin De Bruyne and without. And really, it really it came down to who who I like more, him or Shakiri. And I'm not convinced that Shakiri is a ninety two hundred dollar player. I get that, and especially in the first half where people are tilting when Darren Fletcher is taking court. Yeah, <laughs> right? that's always fun. If I had to rely on this slate, a Stoke and Man City, on who's gonna who's gonna more upside? It's gonna be De Bruyne for sure, right? Like Shakiri, I'm like, okay, he can give me ten points. I have no problem double digiting, you know, twelve points, which is fun, which is which is fine for ninety two hundred. Like I could I could spend up. I mean, I'm not tied into this. If I'm playing Delafeu in the second forward spot at fifty eight hundred, like the thing that I could get with playing Shakiri and no De Bruyne, it's like then who's my other second forward? And you know. What am I supposed to do? Play Gilfie Sigurdsson, which, which, yes, which is what you yes, do. yes, yes. <laughs> Apparently, that's what you do. Uh, which I did in some GPP lineups. So I'm I'm just looking around. Pascal Gross. I look around. I'm looking at at upside, not just accumulation. Because you're, you're cons- well, if you're not going to play any Man City, it's like you may. It's not just taking the set piece taker. You like you want to hope he gets a free kick goal also, like something like that. Because you may need it. Getting eight points from Gilfie Sigurdsson on a normal slate, on a shorter slate even, may be fine. Getting 12 out of Shakiri may be fine. Getting three out of Key may be fine. But you may need to, you may need goal scoring upside there. So I'm looking at going 
Go if I take De Bruyne, I can't take Shakiri. And if I take Shakiri, I can't take De Bruyne. So I mean, that to me that that was the option of because I wasn't going to take Key. I, I could have <clears> taken De Bruyne, Shakiri, Key, Dale Feu, and then I would have had to also taken like a, like a McCarth. I I exactly. I could have also done. Well, there was one guy I was looking at for cash. I played him in GPP, but I almost played him in cash over Solly March. Uh, but I didn't go anywhere because uh, I, I looked at the I, I was looking at stat stuff beforehand because I looked at game logs first and I'm like, that's odd. I didn't notice this guy. And then I looked at some stat stuff and go, ah, this guy should be probably a thousand dollars more. And that was a uh, Badu NJ. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, for Stoke, because it's like, well, especially and especially if I'm not playing any. Shikiri. I was gonna say if you're not playing Shakiri, it makes a lot of sense, right? Because I'm like, I'm like, why? I'm like, why is this guy getting like eight, ten points? And I'm looking, and I'm like, oh, this guy, like, this guy's like Richarlison. He is like he's right. original he takes, Richarlison, meaning like original right. price Richarlison, right? Like he takes people's on, takes people on, and takes shots, like, and he and he it seems like he doesn't care about. What types of shots he takes? <laughs> right, just 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 runs it. So fouls. I'm looking at fouls drawing and shots. No crosses or anything. But I'm like for 4,400 against Brighton. It makes why not? Yeah, especially why without. See, I I played Shakiri, which is why I I wasn't going to play two Stoke guys. Right. Although right, to I, be I, honest, I, I didn't think of him enough. Enjoy. Right, but I look at Sully March and I go for 5,200. Okay, safe. Right, the way the way the Brighton plays. Yeah, he had a good game. Right, open play value. Yeah, he had for 11, sure. yeah. 12 points or something. Right. I mean that that's what I was looking. For. I wasn't looking for a set piece taker at that point in that price range. It's like if, I, if I'm if uh, like I, I look at the, I look at these matchups. I mean uh, to be Kabai was the safest option. Yep, I played out him. of out of all of the well uh, Joe Mario. I played both. Jo- Oh, so did you? Right. Yeah. Well, me too. Yeah. Like, like, I think Joe Mario and and Kabai, but I like Kabai uh, because he had to play ninety minutes. Yep. And, and not that, that, that I Crystal actually, Crystal Palace was in like their bench was like people from the stands. Mm-hmm. So I look at that and I go, who is coming in? Like, like Rita Wald isn't coming in, like unless Crystal Palace is up, right? Like Kabai, these guys, all all these guys aren't aren't coming out unless they're winning, and I don't think they win this game, so they're going to be in for ninety minutes, trying to come back, and he's sixty seven hundred, and he takes everything, so why not? I understood. I saw some people talking about Townsend. I understood that with Benteke and Sorloth starting together, it's like when you have two big targets in the in the box. Like I understand the open play crossing, but I was much more on Kabai than I was going to be on Townsend. But uh, see, I I was actually looking at it differently than you in terms of like, where do I get my goal? Because specifically fading Man City meant I didn't think they were going to score, which made me then think maybe there'll be no goals on this slate. And so I can just accumulate my way and I'll really? be fine. Really? We talked on Thursday. It's like there's not going to be many goals. And if there's going to be goals, it's going to be in one of one in this one game. You were just hoping you were just fading for the the option of there being goals in that one game. But but I was willing to like the, the guys that I had. I was fine thinking maybe they like my cash lineup was um, 
Butland, Naughton, Zabaleta, Kabai, Jamario, JBG, De La Feu, and Shakiri. Like I played Shakiri and JBG instead of De Bruyne and MacArthur. Like that's basically what it came down to, or key. Right. Like when right. I saw and that, I was like, "There's no way I'm playing De Bruyne." It, it wasn't right. even that. It was also the Naughton and Zabaleta became Ziegler and Taylor. Um, I got lucky with a Naughton assist, but when I saw that, it was like, "Okay, Shakiri can score." JBG can score. Highly unlikely from Kabai, but it's possible. Same with Jao Mario. Like, and De La Feu scored last week. Like, I was fi- he was really the... Thankfully, he was high enough to own. But like, I thought in terms of the, the games that I had access to, like, I wasn't going to go add Chopu Motang or Arnautovic was way too expensive to expect him to score in his first game back. Like, for Burnley, Swansea, like... I'm not Jordan. Ayu actually had a great game, but like, I wasn't really going to take him over JBG in cash. So like, I thought I had like enough goal upside in those games that if there were goals, one of those guys is probably going to be involved. Turns out none of them were. Oh, Shakiri was, I guess. But like, if, if you're not, if I'm specifically not playing De Bruyne and Aguero, then yeah, I have to think that I have to just accumulate myself the rest of the way. Right, and that was fine. Like your lineup is fine for that for that instance. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, I think if if you say I'm not playing any Man City, I look at that lineup and go like, if you took Man City off this slate completely, you may have described my lineup. Like that's yep. the lineup that I would have played, or something like that. I mean, if anything, you're trading JBG for Sigurdsson and then going down at defender. I right. Mean, like, right. Like the the plays become so much more clear because. There's no, like, I got to take a goal scorer anywhere. You're not playing Walcott in cash or Nias. You're not, you're not playing IU. I mean, there's no, goal, you, you, there's no goal scorers anywhere. You're not playing Chicharito, no. right? I mean, that's why, like, you, Man City is the only option where it's like a goal scorer, goal-dependent players fine to play because they have such goals, high goal-scoring odds. So you look around, you go, I mean, you, you without Man City, you could play Sigurdsson, Kabai, Key... Uh, JBG, Shakiri, Gross, Mario, yeah. De La Feu. I mean, I'm looking, I'm just going through all the teams to go. You could play pretty much all of them, and you could fit them all in your lineup. So it's like, if, for your strategy, when, when you're stating, like, I'm purposely fading Man City, what should my lineup be? Well, you did it. Like, there it is. Unfortunately, Man City's on the slate, and they scored five goals. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, I mean, I mean... It's not like you were like, oh, I didn't realize like that Man City could score that. I mean, mm-hmm. it's like you you were doing it on per. You were going Man City would still win. You didn't think they were going to lose. It's not like you were you were just shoving in Albright. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Going, right. You were not playing contrarian in cash, uh, but you're like, okay, Man City may win two nothing. Two nothing is what I was hoping for. Maybe right. three with a Bernardo Silva or a Gundogan. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. A low own goal. A yeah. Substitute goal. A little Fernandinho action. Goal. Right. That's all I needed. But all the production pretty much went through two guys. Every single <laughs> The two guys I specifically decided not to play. Right. That happens. Me, I just I just said I'm going to go with one with, with the intention of, of being able to pivot. Yeah. With the intention, I mean, uh, in GPP lineups, I did also play Ederson. Hmm. With, with multiple, like some, some GPP lineups, I had two two uh, Man City and Ed. I mean, like, three spots. Right. 
but not necessarily to like I'm going to play it exactly as this. But it's possible that like instead of if I'm up by a lot, I may go from Aguero and Ederson down to KDB. Like I, I left myself space, or I may go KDB Schmeichel, or I may go Sterling. Like I I left myself enough options. That's like I'm looking to play Man City. That game, you know, like two or three spots. But I needed a second spot a lot of times. And even playing, even if he wanted to play Aguero and Sterling and Schmeichel together. Like, and they still, I mean, you could still get points out of a goalkeeper playing against the other side. Like, worst case scenario. That's GPP and cash. It's just like, give me one guy. And if I'm down, I'll switch. And there, and there you go. I didn't, I, I didn't have Shakiri. Uh, and uh, enough people did. I mean, he wasn't overly owned, but no. I mean, he was like 40, 40-ish percent owned. Most cash, mm-hmm. something like that. Uh, and I, I didn't pay up for him. But I, most of the people that had Shakiri in didn't have any Man City. Yep. And after at, at after the, the first run of games, everyone's sitting pretty up there. I'm sitting back here with my one guy going, I'm going to need like, I'm going to need like 18 points at a De Bruyne to cash. Looking at who I'm being blocked by and everything like that, I'm going. This this doesn't look good, right? Because uh, this guy is Sigurdsson, and he scored. This guy is Key. He scored. Mm-hmm. This guy Shakiri Shakira, Those four guys. They and then by the end of it, I, I looked at those double ups, and it's like, oh, I'm in second, and all those guys didn't cash at all. <laughs> like, 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 okay, th- thanks fifty three from Aguero. Thank you. Ugh. Or the, the whatever, 30, what did, what did De Bruyne end up with, 32 or something? 29. 29, yeah, that was enough. That'll do right. it. Right. Be like, okay. I think what... My cash line my cash line with Aguero went from like, uh, this is going to be a, a, a prayer to cash, to like coming in first or second and all, all the double ups that it was in. Mm-hmm. And then, then kicking myself, I should have done that everywhere because some of the De Bruyne ones didn't go over the line. I think what bothered me the most was Sigurdsson. More that, like, now we have to think about him again. No, I don't think that. That didn't bother me at all. I thought, actually, it was too obvious. I was kicking myself. Hmm. It was too, it was too obvious. But we've said that for weeks. Like, he's bound, he's bound to have, like, a good game. But, like, it's one of those things that if you have played him in this six to 7,000 range for the last month and a half, you're not winning. No, but, that, but that's not the point that I'm making. I'm, think of it in terms of a, of, a, of a vacuum. Like, not don't think of him. Don't think of his past. Don't think of everything. Once I state it, you're going to be like, okay, that, 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 that makes sense. Okay, you take a look, and you go, I understand why you play Joe. Why do you play Joe Mario at, uh, at 7,500 for West Ham? Set pieces against a poor team. Right, at home. At home, yeah. As a favorite, uh, home favorite, right? Shakiri, I understand. Fine. You're a home favorite. Right, why not? Even key at his pride. Why not? And then you look at Everton and go, "Who's their set piece taker? This is their the they're the home favorite, Sigurdsson." No, I can't, can't take him. I mean, like, how 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 does that work? Other than the fact that yes, in the yeah, he, he's been crap with other people on his team that aren't there anymore because there's new people. Like, yeah, if you want to take that into account, that that ma- that does matter. You're right, but just in a vacuum of like, I'm going to go and not play any Man City. And let me take all the home favorite set piece takers. Like that Sigurdsson comes above Kabai. 
right? Kabai is an underdog in that match. JBG is an underdog in that match. Gross is an underdog. De La Feu is an underdog. We had no problem playing those guys. You go, how do you not play De La Feu at 5,800 in the forward spot? Even as a road underdog. JBG at 7,100 as a road underdog. Not much of a road underdog. Gross, 7,500. And you look at Sigurdsson at, what, 76 or something? Yeah. You go, no way. home favorite set piece taker? Get out of here. <laughs> what are you, nuts? What are you, nuts? Like, I got to pay 9200 for Shakiri. Sigurdsson, home favorite set piece taker in a game that has over a two and a half total. What are you, stupid? That's what I'm saying, right? Doesn't, it, doesn't that make sense? Does it, wouldn't you kick yourself if you think of it in those terms other than Sigurdsson being garbage for the first half of the year? I'm just saying we could have had that discussion multiple times over the last month, and it's this is the one time yeah, it's true. worked. True. Okay. Like there's a, I mean, he was t- under 11% owned of 229 people. Right. Well, that's why I played him in GPP. Right. But, hey, wait. wait but by, by two months, Sigurdsson's going to be like a 13K player. You know, it's going to end up happening. Two months? I'm going to be until right, <laughs> next, next right. Premier League slate. Right. Because I think that's what happened with Swansea, even like when he was starting to play there. Yeah. Right. It's like by by the by midway through the season, it's like I guess we need to price this guy up to to this eleven point five k because whatever. I don't think on Everton it's going to ha- happen. But I mean, if if Rooney's going to take a back seat, then Sigurdsson's going to be worth that price. They all played together. Yeah. Yep. Uh, that's why I didn't like him as much. But I mean, but just <clears throat> you you would have to agree with me yes. just in a vacuum yes. of like yes. he's a set piece, he's a home favorite set, and we, we look at it and go, how do you play him on this slate? Yet we play all the other guys. We used to love the Gilfie, and Gilfie we trust. Oh, sure, and now sure. it's like all of a sudden, right, he was the, you know, used it used to be in the good old days, in the good old days. In the good old days, you just plug, you basically, you plug in Gelfie, you plug in Pyatt, you plug in De Bruyne, you plug in Willian, and then it's like, what can I, where can I go for the other four spots? And that was every slate, right? The other, well, technically the other six slots or whatever, the 11. Don't forget Wabi Khazri. Well, that, he, that was an irregular occurrence. That's true. Well, not when he first started. Not like first first, but. I remember him no, being he was in and out regular. of the lineup. He was. It wasn't. It wasn't like you know. Well, Chelsea's obviously favorite. Play Willian. Right. Like, right. You know, Man City's obviously favorite. Play De Bruyne. Sigurdsson doesn't matter if Swansea are playing. You know, a robot uh, planet full of uh, death squads or whatever. It doesn't matter. He's worth his price because because he always gets there. Right. He always gets. He's the only one on the team. All right. See, this is. I mean, again, that, this is why I'm upset that. He had a good game because now we're back to having to think about it. Hmm. Uh, All right. Let's jump into Champions League. But before we do that, a quick message from one of our sponsors. Support for this podcast comes from Wild Turkey Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. Let's tune in to their one-on-one with Jamal, a real bartender from Old Fourth Ward in Atlanta. I really get into the backstory of whatever I'm pouring. Out of respect, there are literally years of experience behind these bottles. Wild Turkey, same recipe since 1942. If you want a true classic, this is what you want to order. Wild Turkey. Wild Turkey Distilling Company, Lawrenceburg, Kentucky. Copyright 2020, Campari, America, New York, New York. Never compromise, drink responsibly. 
All right. We've got Man City again. Yay. At Basel. Biggest favorite. Highest implied goal total on the slate, I believe. Nope. It's the second highest. The highest oh, is, is uh, Madrid PSG. But uh, team total, though. Isn't it Man City? Uh, it, uh, implied team total, yes. Yeah. It would be Sorry, Man that's City, what I meant. It's not the highest total. Yes, correct. Um, so, yeah, the, uh, the PSG Madrid game, which is Wednesday, it, DraftKings is doing uh, a four-game, two-day slate. FanDuel and Yahoo are doing two two-game slates. So, um, theoretically... I prefer the four-game. I, I, I prefer, prefer the four-game as well with all of these options. But what are you going to do? Um, so, are you playing De Bruyne or Aguero? It's possible uh, the optimal may be both. And take yourself out of the Madrid-PSG game? Yes. Okay. So we take a look. Okay, we take a look at the slate as a whole. Like you said, Man City minus two eighty four currently uh, favorites at Basel. Then we have Juventus Tottenham. Uh, Juventus at home as a plus one hundred seven favorite currently. That line has actually gone down. Uh, I'm not sure why. We'll get into that. They've given up one goal at home in their past what like seven years games. or something. Yeah, right. Uh, then Madrid uh, at home. Against PSG, which is nearly a pick 'em, uh, plus one forty-seven, plus one eighty-five, and then Liverpool away to Porto as a slight road favorite, but it's still a pick 'em level, plus one thirty. Uh, all the games, uh, like Porto Liverpool, is about a three total. Uh, Man City and Basel is about a three total, and Madrid PSG is a slightly over above a three total. Juventus Tottenham is almost down to a two total. Yeah. Uh, understand just I'm not sure it it's going to matter DFS wise as much just for those that are maybe new to soccer or something like or Champions League or knockout rounds uh, this is it's a two legged match so this is the first leg of and they'll, they'll play you know the away side will be the home side the next time and then the combined score uh, you win, and the tiebreaker is away goals. So understand the ramifications of that, especially the next time they play. The first time, not so much, but for the most part. Uh, home teams Juventus, don't want to give up a goal. Right. Home teams do not want to give up a goal, and away teams would like to get to nick an away goal yep. if they can. A 0-0 zero, zero score is better for the home team than it is for the away team. Right. A 2-1 score is better for the away team. Yep. So, like, if Juventus beats Tottenham 2-1, to one, that's good for Tottenham, even though Juventus won. Correct. Because Tottenham got the away goal. So Tottenham could basically, in at home, just play 11 men behind the ball, get a one nothing result, and win by just not conceding an away goal. Right. So just understand all that. So, like, Man City uh, against Basel, like, Basically, Basel's job this game is to not concede. Yep. Is that going to happen? Probably not. <laughs> Nobody thinks so. Right. But it's not like Man City needs to get four goals in this game. Correct. But they could. <laughs> I think. But they still they, could. They, they could, yes. I think they are probably pretty confident they will at home. So, like, I, I, right. don't, I think 
I think zero zero for this that match matters less than any of the others because they know yeah, Basil bad, but Basil treat that as a win. No, they'll treat it as a win. I agree, but I don't think Man City necessarily looks at it as a loss. Right, I think over 180 minutes, Man City should take care of that. Exactly. No matter what. Right. I don't think the away goals will matter, even if this is a scoreless draw. I don't think right. it will be, but... I think the, the only tie that the away goals... Well, I mean, Juventus Tottenham we talked about is uh, Madrid and PSG. Yes, for sure. Uh, uh, I, th- I think Liverpool-Porto could be pretty close. It could be, I don't think the ramification... I think Real Madrid, uh, because... They're doing so poor domestically out of Copa del Rey. Like, this is all they got left. Yeah. Right? They're also Zidane, back-to-back champions. Right. <laughs> but I'm just saying this is, this is, this is it. I mean, they, they're going to prioritize the Champions League over anything. Like, they have no chance at winning the league, so what does it matter? Right. Uh, and Real Madrid at home are a much different team even in the Champions League than anything else. To me, Real Madrid are going to play to to win this game rather than risk it having to go to France. Okay. That's what I mean by away goals type. If they could if they could not concede this game and score if they could if Real Madrid could do two nothing, I think they win. I think they go through. Wow, okay. Even though I think PSG is a better team. Like PSG I'm I'm it, it's amazing to see Real Madrid barely a favorite at home. Yeah, it's such a bummer. PSG this is a te- round of sixteen matchup. Right, right. This is this is more like a final. could be a final. Yeah, <laughs> right. It could be the final. Uh, I think, but the only reason I'm assessing this game more so than the other games is because this is where you have to make your choice. Every other every other game, you don't have to make choices when it comes to a cash lineup. None of the other games, you do. I don't think. I think, uh, just to go through it, uh, you pretty much don't play anyone in Basel. Unless you, I mean, you'd need a punt or something. Yeah, probably, you probably don't on DraftKings. Man yeah. City, you got, you got pretty much two options if you want them. Uh, Juventus, you're playing Pianic. Dabalish should be out. Right. Quadrado's injured. Uh, you're probably not playing they, Costa. Right. Uh, it's possible Bernadeschi's in, and he's vi- viable as a 7,200 forward. If you want a cheaper forward, I just don't think the lineup construction goes there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I find it hard to play anyone on Tottenham, even at their depressed price. I was going to say, Erickson at 6,900 is interesting to me. Interesting, but I don't think he even fits in the lineup construction. He might not. Right. That's the whole. That, that's why when we get to the, the Real Madrid-PSG game, that's the only, once you make a decision on that game, then you can do everything else. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I mean Juventus. I mean you could you could I mean you could play their fullbacks if you want. They're overpriced. You know if you want to play Licksteiner and Sandro. I just I just I I don't find this match to be appealing from a DFS perspective, and just that it's a low total and Juventus doesn't give up anything at home. So like I'm I'm looking going like this is a one nothing game. Like you play Higuain or something in GPP if you want. I just don't see this game getting out of control. So it's like you're gonna have to rely on peripherals this game. Would you play him? Everyone's price. You'd rather play Iguain than Kane. Yeah. Okay. Why wouldn't I? I'm a home favorite. Kane's 
I think Kane's floor makes him a more attractive option. How many shots is he getting? I mean, if it's a one nothing game, it's not like Tottenham is gonna, is desperate. Like if Juventus no, sure. win, like if you if Juventus win this two nothing, the next when Tottenham's at home, that yeah, Kane will take seventeen game. shots. Yeah, right, because they're down two nothing and have to score two goals at home. I mean, that's what I'm saying. They're not going to be. De- it's not going to be in a desperate enough situation that it's worth it for that. Then you look at Porto Liverpool, and I think on Porto, it's pretty much you play Telus, and then everyone else is a GPP option. Yep. Right, and he fits a defender spot, so there you go. Uh, but I mean, they have cheap enough options that you could play like a Corona or even a Herrera or Brahimi. I mean, that they, they have enough like little five K level, six K level pieces that you could put in. I mean, uh, if he li- starts, you always have to think about Abubakar. Right, uh, he's doubtful. Yeah, so it may be like a Morega or something yeah, that's like true. that. L- Liverpool is the most interesting because I think the play depend. You, you're. It's a good thing that Real Madrid and Pat. It, it, this is why const, construction on these the, the with the delay with the two game two game is gonna matter. This is why I'm I'm harping on this so much that it's gonna matter. You're gonna have to make a decision first, and then you have the pivots, and you don't have to worry about it. So Liverpool, the two plays are gonna be Salah and Milner. Milner's forty nine hundred, and if he starts. He's up. You have to play at that price, I think. I don't disagree. Right now, will he start? Right, that's the problem. Start, <laughs> right, Ox started for the and Ox. I think is too expensive. I agree. Uh, but he started on Saturday or Sunday or whenever they played uh, over the weekend. So maybe <laughs> Milner starts. But the problem comes in is that you can't like. You're putting once you put it if you if that's your only slot left, who do you play? I know who the natural pivot should be in that in that case. I don't think that's the optimal case, but the pivot there probably you'd go and play Casemiro for Real Madrid because he gets fouls drawn and tackles and stuff. Uh, but I don't think you should be putting yourself in the situation. But like, if you want to play Salah, basically once you're playing Salah. Like, you can't play any Man City players. Yep. And if you play Salah and De Bruyne, you can't play anyone from... Uh, you can't play Ronaldo and Neymar. Yep. Like, pretty much, we're, 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 those, those are the players we're, we're dealing with. It's KDB and Aguero. These are all 10K-level players, right? Or close to it. And Salah's 9,800. Uh, Ronaldo, Neymar, Salah. So you take a look at those, and, like, you could play two of them. If you play two of them, then you're going to need a Milner. You're going to need 5K-level players. You could play Telus. You could play a cheap, another cheap defender. I mean, you could fit these guys in. Now, which two do you take? <laughs> you, could make, you could make a case to take both Aguero and KDB and go, Man City's going to win this for nothing. And who cares if Ronaldo or Neymar or Salas even score one goal? Because you could fade one goal. No issue. Or... You could go, I'm going to take one Man City player, either or, and then wait until the next day and go, I've got a, like, this is why I'm saying, like, you could put Ronaldo and Milner in your lineup and then go, well, I could change that to Neymar and Casemiro. I could change that to Salah and Casemiro. 
Well, if, a defender, if you have a defender money, spot open. If you have a Neymar and you're going to Salah, Milner becomes somebody much better than Milner. Right. 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 Not I'm, I'm just saying there. it gives you a lot a lot of more a lot more pivot room. Yeah. Right? But once you start shoving in people from the first day in, like you don't get that anymore. Yep. Like if you if you're gonna play if if you're gonna play a, 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 for whatever reason you play a Man City fullback or even a Tottenham fullback. Yeah, this is definitely the slate to pay up for Kyle Walker for sure. (laughs) Forty six hundred, actually, that's the cheapest we've seen him in a while. Right, but I'm just saying, if you're going to play, like, I don't think they're worth it enough. That, although I don't think some other than Telus, a lot of them are worth it anyway. I'd rather leave myself the option the second day, because if uh, Hakimi doesn't start, Nacho, it's not like Nacho's worth anything. Yep. When he plays as a fullback, but he's better than he's better than just you know than nothing, right? Uh, I'd rather give myself the option of that, and then possibly go down to like a Sergio Ramos, right? You you could you could or, or play, I mean you could play you could play anyone, or you could start by going. Let me give myself as much room as possible, and then place a defender spot on someone like like Kalini. And you pay for a Juventus center. Yeah. Right? Or Bonadio, whatever. Whoever starts. I don't think Brazagli is out. I can never pronounce their name. <laughs> probably, I probably screwed all I would rather, yeah, I mean, yeah. Because even the Man City, saying clean sheets are highly unlikely this time of year in the Champions League, although Man City has the best shot at it. But Juventus center backs get peripherals. They commit Typically, a lot of that's fouls, when they're too, playing though. as a... Yeah, but typically that's also when they play with three in the back, which yep. I, don't I don't think, think they're, they're doing that either. Yeah. Right. But still, you take a look. There's no, You're not going to find cheap fullbacks. No, 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 no. You're, you're done. You're done finding cheap fullbacks. Because even the Basel ones are too expensive. <laughs> right. Right? Petretta and, and Lang, like, they're too expensive. I'd, ra- I'd rather pay 3500 for Kalini than play those guys. Right? Yep. That's why, I, that's why I look at Nacho. Like, oh, Nacho, that's better. At least he's a fullback. But I look at Nacho and go, why don't I just play Sergio Ramos? Right? I don't think that's wrong. Why don't yeah. I just do... Cause, but, cause, I mean, but then you look up and you go, there's a lot of fullbacks to pay up for if you want. Right? There are, but... I mean, Marcelo yeah. and Alvis and Mooney. I mean, there's 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 fullbacks. Yep. I, how do you do that and then still have a... A viable lineup? I don't know. You tell me, because I can't. <laughs> uh, but that's why I see I see the 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 one of the midfield spots being taken up by like a a, a destroying uh, defensive midfielder. And I don't care which what it is. Fine, take Kadera. That's fine. Would you rather? I mean, it sounds Fernandinho. Even I don't care. I mean, just you're going to need one of those, or are you going to hope that Milner starts? I think you might. That's need both. the only way I see. Right. Well, well, that's what I'm saying. But I mean, but you need you need to do something like that if you're going to be taking two 10k forwards, yeah, eligible yep. spots players. Because I look in the okay. Let's we've been talking about how do we fit uh, Neymar, Ronaldo, all these the forward eligible guys. I'm looking down. Can you find any? If you let's say you go, I don't even want to do that. I'm I I I listened to Jordan two years ago, and I want to do the dinky do. And then I start looking down. I go, who the hell is that? Ober, who, Oberlin. Who would I, 
No, he's Golden. What Golberlin? He doesn't know peripherals. Uh, yeah. Now you're right. Right. You look down. I mean, the closest. I mean, El Niasi. Yep. Would be the closest. But I mean, you're going. You're going to take a 5K guy go as the biggest underdog. Brahimi, Corona, maybe. Right. You look down and you go, who? Yeah. Who are you taking? Bernardo Silva, 67. I mean, you could do it, but it's just like, who are you paying up in midfield? There's no one to pay up for in midfield because anyone that you're paying up in midfield is forward eligible. Right. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm on the M screen on, on DraftKings right now. The, 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 I have to start scrolling from 11K to 78 or is on my screen for M, and they're all MS. Every single one, yep. Marco Asensio right. and Pjanic are the right. top two. Right, the top two that are just midfield eligible so why why are you looking for a forward eligible guy that's the dinky do i if anything play fine play tony Kroos. Ugh. right he's the, you you have to admit andrew he is safe yes i'll admit that right be but the he's safest safe in the way six points you'll ever get right that's the point and occasionally he'll show up with a with a goal right hmm I'll give him assist. Or assist. I'll give him the assist. assist. Right. But he is safe. Yep. I'm not thrilled to death. Just like you say, Erickson at 6-9. Even in that matchup. I think he's safe for six points. Yep. Right? That's not wrong. Right. Even even Costa, 7,200. He's safe for six points. You're paying up. Pianic, I think, has seventy-seven hundred. I'd, ra- I'd much rather take him than Costa. With no Dabala and Pianic playing ninety minutes. Yeah. With, with with and and if if he lines here, here's even more. This is why you're looking at formations and how they play. Uh, I like Pianic gets a slight upgrade if it if he does indeed start with. Uh, Kadira and Marchesio. Oh, for sure. Yep. Right, because you got two defensive midfielders yep. behind. Him. I mean, he <clears throat> Pianic kind of is a defensive midfielder. He's a deep lying midfielder. Right. He's but the deepest like lying when, attacking midfielder you'll ever see. Right. But I'm just. But it's not like when Dabala is in and Pianic is in. Like Pianic has to, it does play from deep because Dabala takes up all that space. Right. Dabala's not in. Pianic takes that space. But there's a difference between when like. If they played Pianic and then the, it was Higuain up top and then you had like Mandzukic and uh, Costa and Quadrado behind him. Right. Yeah. Like, well, you now Pianic is still going to be playing deep. Right. Right. But that's what I'm saying. Like looking at the how they line up. Like even if it's a 4-3-3, even if they play with like Higuain and Costa and Mandzukic up top, like... At least in the center three, it's like Pjanic is the attacking midfielder. Like, you're not going to see Marchisio, like, bombing up. Kadiri, you see sometimes. Kadiri is similar to, like, Emre Chan. Like, he does show up with a, you know, he'll take three shots a game from 74 yards or whatever. Very, very long distances that don't seem like they're, they should be shot, but he still does that. Who do you think is the lowest owned among Salah and up in terms of salary? In cash or in GPP? Yeah. In cash? I think the highest stone is Ronaldo. Over Neymar? 
Yes. Okay. But it's going to be close. It's real. It's it's tough. It's I think it's going to be. It's, I think it's going to be more spread out than you think. Oh, I don't. I, I don't think it's going to be that. That um, that tight. The only reason, like I, I don't think there are going to be people who look at a four hundred dollar difference between Aguero and Ronaldo and say, "I'm going to go with Aguero." Yeah, but Aguero has a better matchup. No, I agree. I agree. Right. He's not Ronaldo though. True. Champions League Ronaldo, at least. That's why I think Salah will be really under-owned. Because if you could have Salah for... I mean, if, if you're looking at Salah, and you're like, for 300 more, I can get Aguero. And for only 700 more, which, like, theoretically should be a lot, but when we're saying you're not really paying up the other positions, to go from Salah to Ronaldo, in theoretically a better matchup, or... Even if it's an equal matchup, I think you're going to pay 700 bucks more for Ronaldo in the Champions League. Salah has a higher floor. From he does. From peripherals. But you're not playing Ronaldo for peripherals. Right. But, I'm saying, playing, but, but, that, yeah. but that's what I'm saying, that it may be more spread out depending on how you think. Like, I think Maybe. Maybe. The, 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 the ballsiest way to go would be Aguero-Ronaldo. I agree with that. So that's the two most goal-dependent guys Probably with the two highest goal scoring odds. I mean, which, which is which is fine, but you need goals out of those guys, or at least tons of shots. That's why, like Neymar, once you get to Neymar, Neymar has peripherals. Not, not as many as you think they they are, and you can't. And the, here, here's the thing, and I know uh, we commented on Slack that uh, the game logs in DK only have like the Champions League game logs. Which why are they doing that? I think is stupid. <laughs> like show the, if you have the game logs we play these players in the other leagues we played them two days ago yesterday right right <laughs> you could show like what competition they were in in all the games that they've played not just from the ones from two months ago but i think people are used to name the two league un neymar when uh i would say 12 to 14 teams in that league you could just run over yeah that his Champions League stats are pretty good. Yeah, but remember, you're also in a group stage that yeah, teams yeah. that you could run over. Right, it's P- PSG are a good team. Uh, against Real Madrid, I think PSG is a better team than Real Madrid, but not significantly enough that Neymar is going to have 12 crosses and 7 fouls drawn. Like he's playing Mets. You know, like it's, it's not <laughs> going to be that. He, is, he does have somewhat of a floor. More so than a Ronaldo. More so than an Aguero. But I think Salah gets peripherals more than, better than Neymar. More path to peripherals. With set pieces hmm. and everything. I mean, Neymar has set pieces. Man, Neymar has them, though. But Neymar yeah. has free kicks, but he doesn't have corners. Uh, it depends who else starts. Like, right. if, if it's Mbappe over Di Maria, and if Draxler doesn't start, like, if they're Neymars. Right. Well, it depends over there also, right? Salah is... On... I mean, Salah, if Salah plays... I mean, it's possible that you, they play defensively. They, you see, I mean, Chan is suspended for the game. Yeah, I'm not sure Liverpool knows how to do that, though. Right. What about Cavani at 7,700? GPP, I mean, obviously... GPP, yeah, not GPP cash, yeah, sure, right. sure. That's really... 
That seems really low for me. Well, they're, and I don't they're, like. I'm not a Cavani guy, but like a way underdog. I mean, they're pricing. I mean, you're used to Cavani when PSG is playing. You know. The big, the, the people from the La Patisserie Bakery Shop or whatever. <laughs> Whoever's at the bottom of the League One table. I mean, like, it's just stupid. I mean, yes, Kamani's going to score five goals every so often. Yes, his goal-scoring odds are going to be minus a million. Like, of course. So that's what you're used to. But, I mean, he has, he has as much of a chance of scoring. I mean, in his... that He scored against goal- Bayern, and he had an assist in the other game. Okay, but I'm just saying that from, from a matchup perspective. Of, yes. Of uh, plus, he's a uh, PSG is a plus one eighty five underdog. Uh, Porto is a plus two twenty five underdog, which is practically the same. And we're not talking about their forwards. Like, aren't they underpriced? Like, it's the same thing. To me, I'd rather play Mbappe. I think Mbappe has eight thousand is pretty good too. Right, I, 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 peripherals at least. I mean, it depends who starts for them. I don't think I I I don't think I pay eighty two hundred for Di Maria, not because I think it's a bad play in cash if he starts. I just don't think that lineup construction leads you to paying that price for someone. I don't disagree. You can't go you 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 can't go balanced. Like where do you go balanced? Like okay, like like if you take Pjanic, okay, I'm going to take Pjanic. Well, it's Pjanic, with- Di Maria, and Bale. I'm talking like De Bruyne or Salah. Let's say you go Salah because he's cheaper. And then you go, who else? Who who else do we have to get in? Okay, that's Pjanic. Where's Di Maria? Yeah, you got your forward spots done. Right. And your your left average remaining player, 48-60. So you're still in the same spot. So you took Salah, Di Maria, and Pjanic, and you're still stuck. Like you couldn't get a fourth one in. Right, you can't get another one. Right. So you're looking at that going, okay, now you, you plug in like a Milner or something. And I mean, you're still, you're still stuck. And, or you have to pay up for, goal, for, for a defender, which you don't want to do anyway. So like if you, if you, that's why I look at this and I go, Salah, Di Maria, Pjanic. And I go, let's say take out Salah, let's say take out Di Maria, and let me put in uh, Ronaldo and Neymar. Let's do the top two. I'm average remaining player, 4160. What What makes it any different? Other than like, Going dumpster diving at one defender spot versus paying forty five hundred for a defender, right? Right, which we've it doesn't it's not even worth it. Either you're going to pay up and pay fifty five something, which I don't think is optimal for cash anyway, or like there's no point in paying forty two. Like, but what what's like Nacho's price four thousand? Like that's like the let's the. Does, uh, am I am I paying for for let's see how much if Lickstein or stuff forty one hundred but even then like these don't excite me, right? Sandro's fifty two hundred. You're not going to pay for these guys. So like the I think different... T- Telus is the only one to pay for, right? If you're paying for one, right? So let's say you put in okay, we're going to put in Telus there now with those two big guys. You thirty eight seventy five. Like you get you could get by a dumpster. Let's say you play Kalini or something like that, and then you play. You pay for like Loris and goal or something. Thirty-eight. I mean, it's doable for sure. It's doable. Ronaldo and Neymar. Like, let, it, you're left. Let's say you put in uh, Loris, Kalini, Pjanic. I mean, you, let's even put it like Ariola. Let's let's go up slightly. I mean, that's practically the same price. Okay, uh, you're left with thirty-eight hundred remaining player. Uh, Thirty, uh, which. 
The difference between that and let's say I take out Ronaldo and Neymar, and then I put in Di Maria and Salah. And average remaining player, 55-50. James Milner. Yeah, but you'd be using that on the other spot anyway. That's why I'm like, I look and go, who who could you get to play? Like, who could you get right then in that in that range? Because you wouldn't play Salah and Milner together. So even if you play, let's say, instead of right. Salah, you play De Bruyne. And then you play Milner, who you're not sure if he was even going to start. And then you're stuck uh, with 5,700. So you need another 5,700. Like, what, what players are you getting? You're looking at fullbacks you don't want to play. Right. That's that's the point that I'm making. Like I'm looking just from a construction perspective of like you're thinking, oh, I have fifty seven hundred. I wish I had eight hundred more so I could get Kroos. And you're like, what am I doing? <laughs> what what type of lineup am I building? I'm building a lineup, a Champions League lineup that has no goals in it. That could be fine, but I'm just like, you have the option. Like it's not like they're so over it's not like Ronaldo and Neymar are like twelve K. Like, if you're going to pay 10-3 for De Bruyne, like, and Di Maria is 8,200, like, fine, fine. I could get you playing Di Maria, but then play Di Maria and Ronaldo. Like, they don't dinky do it. Like, there's no reason for it. At least I don't think. Mm-hmm. But I think the main consideration, even in doing all of that, is that if you're going to, you can't rely on Milner starting. Right. So if you think Milner's a play, you got to you got to take that into account when you build your lineups for the the difference between the days. And there and I think if you if need be the the pivot is Casemiro. He's one of, he typically one of the few defensive midfielder types that I never really mind punting with. Hmm. I love Casemiro. Yeah. Right at 4600, I mean like Real at life, his though. price, right? At his price. No matter what the matchup is, you actually want him facing stronger teams. Right. But, I mean, I don't view him—I view him much higher than Fernandinho. I agree with that. But he's the same type of—I mean, you're thinking of the same types of players. You're you're thinking of uh, N'Golo Conte. You're thinking of uh, Wilfred Ndidi, those types of players. But Casemiro, I think, is, like, like, the best of that type of player. I agree. And occasionally he does show up with goals. <clears throat> I think he had one in the Champions League. Right. But yeah. I mean if you take even if you take a look at his game logs, he consistently will draw two or three fouls and get three or four tackles. Now you have to deal with fouls committed and a yellow card. But you take a look and it's like for forty six hundred, I mean, you're you're locking in five points. Which is fine if you're punting in that spot. Right. I, I I took a look at Fernandinho for a little bit cheaper. I don't. I get the sense with Fernandinho that he he could show up with a goal. He could also show up with one and a half points. He may not have enough tackles, especially when they're favored by so much. I think I'd consider the PSG guys too. Rabio or okay. Verratti. Verratti's always. I know. Ugh, I know. He is he is he is no floor. He really. Let's give him, play. and it's at least one and a half. That's yeah, that's no floor. <laughs> that's no floor. I do like Rabio though. Right. 
Like Verratti, but he could also have a goal and four assists. Verratti? Yeah. Hmm. And also, I don't think he plays 90. So, I mean, like, it's hard for me. to. I I never like playing Verratti. That's fair. I'd rather play Robbie. I'd rather play Tiago Moda. I mean, it's obviously they're not both going to be in. Right. But even then, if I'm playing that, if I, I might as well ca- play Casemiro. I might as well play. Well, it's another thousand bucks. It's not like it's a two hundred dollar difference. Right. But where are you spending that? That's the point. It's like where are you where are you spending that? The thousand you're going to get in other spots. What 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 get? Uh, upgrade goalkeeper. I mean, like where are you going? Because you've already gone up el- elsewhere. It's not like all the high price guys are priced close enough together that the extra that like you you've already taken who you wanted. You're not sitting there going, oh, I have Salah, but now I could go up to Neymar. It's like, well, you took Salah for a reason. But just understand that with the PSG Real Madrid game, it's it's one of the situations. But we're going to see that a lot now in the Champions League. Uh, I mean, you're down to the final 16 of good team versus good team. Like Man City is is priced the same way that PSG and Madrid are, are priced. But Man City is going up against a team that is probably the equivalent of a mid to lower table side in the Premier League, right? Right. So if if this was uh, Man City away to Southampton, or even Bournemouth, or one of those, right? And then you looked and you go, well, it's Man United versus Tottenham in this game. Or something, you'd go, well, you fade this game and you play two guys from that game, right? In a vacuum? Right? Simple. Right. That's why I said in the very beginning of, uh, so, you know, uh, how many Man City players do you play? It's like, it, it's quite possible the optimal, even in cash, maybe two. Because if you think, think just in terms of a vacuum, just take out the team names and everything, you take a look at, at uh, Juventus Tottenham, and that could easily, if you just go from Premier League standards, that could be Swansea Burnley, right? <laughs> yeah. You go and you go, oh, this game may have no goals. And then you look at uh, at uh, Porto Liverpool and you go, well, that could be that could be Liverpool versus someone. Maybe not as good, but somewhat good. And you go, but I mean, you take a look at this slate and go, how do I get Salah and De Bruyne in one lineup, right? Or something like that. Because you look at Real Madrid, PSG. And we we do it all the time, Andrew, don't we? We look at uh, two good teams facing each other. Well, I guess you could take the goalkeeper and then just move on. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Right? Yep. But, I mean, we are also looking at Cristiano Ronaldo and Neymar. I mean, like, you, you st- <laughs> at the end of the day, these are, these are kind of like in, in the NBA you take a look at you know like Harden and LeBron and Westbrook it's like it doesn't well they're playing away and they're doing like it it doesn't matter like they could put they could put up 70 points no matter what the matchup so like if Madrid's going to score like if they score two goals it's probably through I mean it, it it's probably going to be through these guys but I I I don't think it's one of those situations where it's a lock and load Ronaldo and you go well Maybe you fade, man. Because just look in a vacuum. They're the, they're the only. Every other game is pick them. Man City's a minus two eighty four away favorite. So if they were at home, they'd be like a minus six fifty favorite. If that was the case, and you saw three other games where it's like pick them, 
You go, how do, you'd be, we'd be thinking, how do you take three Man City players, right? In, in fairness, the, the Madrid PSG one is a pick but it's, it's got a high total. Like. Right, but I mean, we ha- we, we've had that before with like Dortmund. Yep. Like Dortmund-Madrid, we look at and go, wow, that, it's a th- over a three and a half total, but it's hard to take anyone in the game. Right? Well, we still end We've up done on that before. Right, you still, uh, of course. But you still get it, but you, you're not, just because it's a high total, it's not like you stack, it would be a game to stack in GPP. Right? Sure. This game could be 3-3. Three, three. And the goals could come from, who knows, right? Cavani could have one, Mbappe could, I mean, they, these guys could each have one. I mean, it's quite possible that Man City only win one nothing away. To a Basel putting eighteen men behind the ball, right? Possible, right? And you could just take this game and go. I'm going to take Ronaldo. I'm going to take. I'm going to. You just take all the pieces of this game, and you throw in some value from, you know, other. You know, you, whatever. That's a GPP strategy. I would not do that in cash. I think cash is pretty simple, but I don't put it. Just in a vac- I, I just look at this just like without looking at team names going like how is it not at least viable, maybe not optimal, to play two Man City players and just play Aguero and KDB up top and not even care about the Real Madrid PSG game outside of like playing uh, a Rabio or a Casemiro just because you need someone. Just looking at the numbers, it's like why why couldn't that be viable? I get it. I get it. Yeah, you don't sound thrilled to get it. I'm not. I'd rather play Guilfi Seager. Right, because I'm not either. Right, I'm not either. <laughs> you act like I'm excited to say that. I'm just, just trying to be as objective as possible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Got anything else on the Champions League? No, but I mean, whoever whoever you're going to play, you're going to play, you're going to do you're going to do the dicky. You're going to see Di Maria in. I know Me, you. Me, no, I don't play Di Maria. Mm-mm. Okay. But I know people are going to try the dinky do, and you know, what's going to end up happening is the dinky do is going to yeah, work. Yeah, Cavani hat trick. Why didn't I do the? Why didn't I do the dinky do? Because I invented the dinky do <laughs> practically, and then I'm gonna, what I'm going to end up with with I'm going to end up with like Ronaldo and Aguero in my lineups with with four points each because no one they, neither of them scored. Right. That's what I'm going to end up doing because I'm going to have to quote block, but I don't think I, I I don't think you have to. I think the only player that you have to block is Ronaldo. I agree. If you if you're gonna be using that as an excuse, right, <laughs> right, right, I still don't think he's gonna be high enough owned that blocking is a necessity, but he's gonna be high owned. Yeah, for sure. If you in everything, like, there are, and, and right, and in every GPP, right. I mean, I think he's gonna be thirty to forty percent owned in everything, regardless. And he's going to be higher on than the other guys in that range. But it's not like sometimes in Champions League cash where Ronaldo is 78%. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're not there. It's just like, just, right. I don't, I, don't, I don't think it's that level. Okay. I don't think anyone learned anything. I think yeah. it's basically. Hey, good luck. You could play one of, good luck. <laughs> have fun. Have fun trying to piece that together. But other than the tip of, like, be aware of the days being and, and what pivots if you're gonna if you're gonna try for players because you could always go from so like if you if you're gonna go from Salah and you have ninety eight hundred you can't go up to the other right. two like either leave money on the table or in worst case scenario go well I put in Ronaldo and I'm behind 
And you go, well, now you could you could go to Bam, mm-hmm. even. You go to Salah. Definitely a Benzema, hat, Benzema Di Maria hat trick week, or Cavani. Right. I'm just saying, but if you leave yourself two spots, yeah. if you have two, three spots, you could do a lot of things. You could just punt the decision. I mean, you could just go, I'm going to fill this in and go, and as long as you experiment and go, well, if I don't want to play X and Y, can I play Z and whatever? Oh, yeah, I could do that and leave 300. Okay. And then you do, can I do this if I do that? As long as you have to put the two more expensive guys in or something, you could just go, I'm just going to let it run out. I'm going to play the guys from the first day and then see what happens. Perfectly fine. And then whatever you end up, you end up. And that's why sometimes you do see some people's lineups and go, wow, they went a weird way. And it's like, no, they probably didn't go the weird way in the beginning. Right. They probably went the way that you have in the beginning, but they were behind enough that they thought that they needed to move. So that's why they have, you know, Cavani and Cash. And you go, why did they play Cavani and Ronaldo instead of, so like, well, there must be a reason for it. They probably didn't start with Right, them. right. All right. If anybody has any follow-up questions, you can find Jordan on Twitter at Blenderhead. That's Blender HD. You can find me at Rotowire Andrew. Also in the Rotowire Slack chat, which we have a Champions League goal flash for everybody who knows what that means. We'll have it there. And um, so, yeah, thank you for that, Jordan. And I'll talk to you on Thursday. Good luck this week. Thank you for listening to the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. For more great content, visit rotowire.com slash soccer. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.